Welcome to episode 400 of Troubadours and Raconteurs with yours truly, E.W. Conundrum Demure. On this week's episode, we feature a conversation with writer, musician, poet, and our resident social critic, J.Q., straight out of the south of France. We talk about quarantine in France, permission slips to yourself, hope, navel-gazing, felling some trees, being a lumberjack, conspiracy theories, not knowing who to believe, echo chambers, politics, the death of the novel, Joe Strummer, the collapse of democracy, and good riddance 2020. A grand conversation with JQ, this go-round. We have an EWSA titled Tilted, and we share some actual, really compelling facts from Harper's Magazine via their Harper's Index, and a poem called Cheer. All of this, of course, will be infused, imbued with the wonderful energy of several great tunes. It is so nice to have you with us. Let's get to it. Episode 400, can you believe it? Of Troubadours and Tours. Thank you. 
tilted. The deepest smile as fueled by the wisdom of a greater connection to all things. As one finds just the right measure of breathing, just the right way of seeing, hearing, this one can thus talk about how to be here with the knowledge of the universe. What can stop you? Is the end of your existence as a human being not clearly inevitable? Yet, does not that then mean you are here eternally? I say this because of time, its vastness in a moment, as it is fleeting in a lifetime. Your memory and mythology linger forever in the lives of our descendants. It is all the same. Are you any less powerful than those next to you, before you, after you? Powerful in the potential of living a good life with love, integrity, courage, beauty, strength, soul, forgiveness, insight, kindness, support, independence, while contributing to the great collective of this expedition in stillness and movement, with roots deep and wings nurtured in a nest that one could open and rely on to soar from the perch of a branch across the sky, warmed by the sun and carried by the earth's airstream as this amazing sphere revolves while tilted on its axis. Water from the clouds up from the ground and back into the mountaintops as it flows again in an unending cycle of nourishment. The only proclivities standing in the way are my pride, self-pity, fear, and oversized ego. I have sleep and dream But I haven't had a word from you in years
JQ, is that you? It is I, EW. How are you doing? I am fine. JQ, coming at us from the south of France. He is a regular contributor, a writer, a musician, dare I say poet, and our resident social critic, among other things. How's it going? Well, it's, it's going really well considering we're living through the apocalypse. But uh, aside from that, things here are kind of great uh, on a personal level. Um, you couldn't be in a nicer place to be in quarantine or lockdown. Why did where they... I am, you know, in the south of France and in the country. South of France and the country where, you know, everybody is, is uh, happy and, and drunk on good wine. I, I don't know because you don't see that many people anymore. We're not allowed to socialize, you know. I mean, we're just coming out of our second lockdown now. It's a bit different over here than there. Um, you know, as of what's the date today? The 18th today, right? As we speak, yes. So December. we came out. Yeah, yeah. We started coming out of it officially on the 15th. Um, so we thought it was going to be a big deal that the museums and the cinemas were going to open and maybe even bars and restaurants, uh, but not at all. Basically, all that we did was, you know, we have a unique thing here in France. We have these permission slips that you write to yourself so that you can leave the house <laughs> so that every time you go out. Yeah, you have these forms. You can download them. You can do it on your phone. You can write you, you, you fill this thing out to, to explain why you're going out and there's a list of things to choose from and then you have to sign it so that if you're pulled over, right, you know, and somebody walks up, papers, please, you know, it's a bit of a throwback here in Europe um, to, to very naughty times, nasty times, I mean. Uh, then you have this paper on you or a thing on your phone to show from the from the uh, government. And uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. You're writing yourself a permission slip. Anyway, that ended as of Tuesday. So we don't have to do that anymore. I don't understand the permission uh, slip to yourself. A, is that like you, you've, you've uh, accepted the responsibility? Is that what it is basically for going out? Well, let me explain this. Let me explain this as simply as I can. Nobody understands the permission <laughs> slip to yourself, but that's what they did because Macron, you know, who came down with coronavirus himself recently. So just this week, and uh, and his first minister, Jean Castex, as well, 
is sick now. Well, has it anyway. They've tested positive uh, right after a, a whirlwind, like three days where they'd, they'd had breakfast meetings with pretty much everybody in the French government and a bunch of even foreign dignitaries, I think. I'm, I'm not sure now. Um, I'd have to go look that up. But anyway, yeah, life during quarantine, the lockdown life, it's 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 still going on. Uh, we don't have to do the permission slips, but you still can't really have big gatherings. Uh, they're going to loosen it up a little for Christmas. There's an 8 p.m. curfew. You have to be back in by 8. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's still kind of creepy. But uh, we're looking forward to things getting better here, whereas I think over there you're more in a, in a you know, white knuckle, grit your teeth, you put on your chin strap kind of mentality. Well, I can give you my understanding of it. Yeah, you know, we are uh, excited about um, the vaccine that's been, you know, discovered and, and now distributed, though the majority of people won't really have access to that until, from what I hear, late spring, early summer um, of 2021. Uh, but it's nice to know that it's here. Uh, but yeah, we have some incredible numbers, and not in a good way, in terms of people being uh, tested positive and people being hospitalized and, and dying. So, you know, as it's been said, uh, a dark winter is ahead in the United States in, in regards to uh, the uh, the coronavirus. So, but, but you know, the, the, there's hope, too. Well, there's always hope, you know, <laughs> until there's not. <laughs> right. But, uh, How much of it is false I hope? I think a lot of, you know. Well, I always, I always, when people say things like that, for some reason, I have a perverse mind, I guess. But I, immediately, I, I always think of that woman on the Titanic when the ship was at like a, practically at a 90 degree angle and about to plunge into the water who sort of said, oh, it's stabilizing. It's going to be OK. You know, and I don't know who brought that story back to us or if it's just from the movie. But uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, I, I you know. I'm dealing with that. My my personal issues are more important to me, as I think most people's are, because it's it's all it's all so strange and surreal that and, and we're we're forced into our own little bubbles. So you really begin to focus on things around your own house. I mean, in your own your own life, and it's getting very uh, there's a lot of navel gazing going on. <laughs> um, I'm dealing with a serial killer issue here, for one thing, at Kisako. Um, you know, in our house, there's a there's a sort of uh, turning staircase and right before it that comes into the upstairs and there's a there's a swinging wooden old wooden door and we we've cut a sort of little cat door into the bottom of it uh, because so the dog can't get through but the cats can because their dishes with all their food is kept on a landing as you come up this turning staircase right and every day every morning when i get up now there is an offering or what i thought was an offering the, the little mousy bits, you know, there, we have a bunch of, well, we have three cats now. We had four, one of them died recently, but, uh, there's a few cats and I don't know which one is doing it, but I keep finding exactly the same rodent organ <laughs> in a little bloody heap on exactly the same spot on the same step. And at first you think, oh, well, you know, the cats are bringing you offerings because that's what they do, right? They, they kill a thing and it's like, here, you know, um, yeah. and that's supposed to be nice. It's horrid, but it's supposed to be nice. And in, in the cats, from the cat's point of view, it's nice. But of course, cats are psychotic, but you love them anyway because they're cute. So 
this, however, I began to think, no, this this is always the same organ. I could, you know, at first I just thought it's just a, a mouse bit, but then I began to recognize this is always the same thing. Uh, this is fetishistic serial killer behavior right here. <laughs> this is this this is like a ritual killing site, actually, not a little offering to us. And but then I, what I did was I, I asked around, which. Back in the day, you know, before the Google, uh, when you wanted information, the Google. that's what you did. You would, you would ask around. I don't know if you remember that. But, I do. Yeah. So, and I learned, yeah, you do remember that. Well, I learned that, in fact, what that is every day, it's the pancreas. Because the pancreas, which is, you know, produces bile, uh, they don't like it. So that's sort of, you know, it's like, it's like, the, it's like the seed that you spit out, basically. Ah. So, Yeah. So, you... so that's what my life has been reduced to, <laughs> aside from working on music and, and, and working on the grounds here, you know. And, and do you share but, these? Uh, we ins- felled a bunch of trees. Do you share these Sorry? insights? Do you share these insights that you're you're garnering from asking around and doing your own personal research w- with your family members? And do they look at you with a perplexed sort of concern? Oh, they've been looking at me with a perplexed sort of concern pretty for for as long as they've been around me, <laughs> you know, like like most people. But uh, aside from that, aside from the the fetishistic serial killer behavior of my felines, uh, things over here are great. I'm spending a lot of time outside. It's a it's a pretty soft winter so far. Weather wise, it's fairly warm, and we had to we had to take down uh, some oak trees, really massive oak trees uh, that were sort of threatening the house and quite old. And you could tell they were very old because they kept releasing all their acorns um, very early. And when we got them down, sure enough, there there was like a, a hole right through the middle of them. So I've basically been a full-time lumberjack for the last month and a half uh, oh. because it's it's a ton of work taking down massive oak trees and then sawing them up. And, you know, uh, it takes a lot of time and it's all very heavy and, and tiring, but it's, it's good for you. And it, it passes the time. So when I'm not in my studio working on music... I, I split my days half and half. I'm either in here working on all my, my my music, or I'm out there being a lumberjack. You know, when I'm not cleaning up after serial killers. So sounds wonderful. Um, I've been focusing on that. It, it's not. It, it's kind of great, actually. <laughs> I confess. But uh, I haven't been paying a lot of attention to the world situation. But it it, it keeps um, barging in anyway, very rudely. Uh, you know. Um, I understand that you guys over there, uh, you had a little election or something like that recently. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think I heard something. News. I think I heard something about that. Yeah, a guy yeah. from a guy from your home, uh, your home region is the president elect now, uh, Joseph R. Biden. I uh, used to, I think, hang out with him, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Me and me and Joe, we go way back. No, Joe Biden is is one of is. Uh, it, it's it's disturbing to me that people think because they've gotten rid of Trump as necessary as that was that that they that something good has happened. <laughs> I, I mean, technically, yes, something good has. Yeah, happened. that he's, I think. He's been stopped. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That in and of itself is good. I I I yeah. believe that. Well, when to the be cancer's true. in remission, yeah, yeah, you feel better. You, you know, you still have cancer, but it's in remission. It's, it's not as aggressive. Like it's not as aggressive. Um, yeah, you're not going to die within the next three weeks. But you're saying you bought some time. You're you say- bought time. That's that's the Biden election. You bought time. You bought time. You're saying uh, he, he Biden and, and the people he's going to you know appoint and and uh, and and such 
are still the same disease, though. They're just not as it's not as a, a, uh, an aggressive uh, uh, sort or type. No, I, well, speaking of pancreas, let's if, if we're going to draw this metaphor out, then Trump is pancreatic cancer. That's the one that just kills you immediately. You know, Biden is more like breast cancer. You know, yeah. <laughs> or testicular. It'll it'll be okay. Well, yeah. bre- <laughs> well, okay, if you want to go there. Well, I think I, I think testicular um, cancer is even more, you know, uh, survivable, survivable than breast cancer. So that's why I, I mean, unless you want to go breast cancer, if you think that's yeah, more just, apropos. Yes, it's just it's test, saying testicular cancer makes my spine crawl. So but yeah, you're right. You're right. So fine, fine. We'll stick. Joe Biden is testicular cancer. You heard it here first. Uh, but yeah, no, this is a war hawk who, who, who wanted to get rid of social security. He's, he's, he's a Republican in Democrats clothing. Uh, it's fine. You, you had to get rid of Trump. Um, but I see friends being, I see friends in America being extremely enthusiastic about Biden. And really, I know that it's really just a form of relief at, at getting rid of Trump. And even that boy, is he making a lot of noise on his way out the door? But uh, meanwhile, over here in France, and here's a very curious phenomenon for you. Uh, a lot of friends of mine in France who, who should know better because they, they're they on Internet and they speak enough English to read English language news, right? They've gone down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole uh, because they don't recognize what's good and bad information in a second language as easily as they do in their own. So I've actually got friends on the left over here who who went in, in, who got into like QAnon type stuff. Oh and, no! Uh, really believed the election was rigged and that uh, Donald Trump was a hero who was fighting against the deep oh, state and to God. stop the uh, wait wait what the satanic pedophile uh, blood drinking blood drinkers or whatever yeah. they are. Yeah, and you know this this shows me because it's happening in a second language like and this is me seeing their posts on social media and 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 it's once people get into it it's it's very difficult to talk them out of it but uh you know reason doesn't work against that it's it's like everything around trump it's something like a religious cult but uh i don't know it's it's very disturbing but it also goes to show you that steve bannon uh, was right. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, Steve Bannon famously said that the Trump strategy, by the way, you can censor me, right? Don't uh, curse. You're going to have to because I'm, I'm about, well, I, I'm quoting a Trump government official. I have to. It's what he said. All right, I won't. But he said that their strategy, information-wise, was to flood the zone with feces. Okay. Uh, and it worked. Basically, if you put out enough terrible information, you know, it's like Trump's strategy of always attacking, never, 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 never going on the defensive. All you do is attack. And you simply put more and more bad information out. Eventually, you create an atmosphere where people, a lot of people are saying, well, I don't know who to believe anymore, which is an understandable sentiment, but is a way of, sort of punting the ball and refusing to use your own critical thinking and reason and, and understanding that the New York Times is still a far better source of information, <laughs> right? As, yes. as troubling as, as the New York Times can be, uh, because they've often been a mouthpiece of, of 
government propaganda and you know they've had cia agents as journalists and and so on and so forth in when you research that it is it's very troubling but there's still a far better source of news than what's happening with my french friends and 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 people that have you know this 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 massive segment of the american population that is has gone for trump uh yeah 74 million or so uh, went for Trump, and and you're saying that your French friends that are getting caught up in these uh, basically uh, conspiracy theories coming out of the United States are finding this stuff from just the internet, you know, internet websites and and, and such. Is that where they're getting it? They're Pretty not, yeah. yeah. Now, sure, yeah, but the, because the 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 right wing websites and the conspiracy websites, they know how to dress themselves up and make themselves look convincingly enough like real news shows right you know, these well, it's YouTube not hard to do it's not hard to do uh, it's not that hard yeah you so there it is so are are you um are you thinking that uh these these uh tendencies are going to get worse are you concerned about them or are you just are you making some observations uh are you thinking about the root the need for this uh, what is how does this set in your in your head in your heart and your soul when you when you uh, become aware of of the the I guess the naivete or even maybe the desire to to believe this stuff? Uh, well, look, I, I it's we're losing any sort of where information is concerned. There is no more centralized authority like there was, say, when we were kids, like through the 60s, 70s, 80s. There is no Walter Cronkite out there today. Uh, you don't – people are, are, as we all know by now, if we read up a little bit, we are increasingly in our own bubbles. And internet is constructed in such a way as to keep us in those bubbles because it follows our tastes and, and everything is tracked and, and – you, your patterns of behavior are, become algorithms that send you back reinforcements of your patterns of behavior, your political beliefs, your, your shopping habits, and all of these things. So you end up being, we, we end up grouped off and walled off into these echo chambers. Uh, and I think that is what you see a lot with the conspiracy theories and, and, and certainly politically how people on the left or on the right have trouble even speaking to each other anymore. Um, there as well the, the, in Europe as as well. Or are you just talking about the United not, States now? Well, I'm talking about the United States because I'm speaking to you. But no, in general, that's true. It's getting more and more true here. Except the 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 way elections work and the political situation obviously is not the same. But there there's not as much a left right divide. But the society is extremely divided. And you know, right before. The lockdown started and, and COVID really hit. Uh, in France, the big thing was the the yellow vests, les gilets jaunes, uh, which you may have heard about. Um, no, I haven't. Tell me. You really okay? Uh, well, I mean, because of uh, reforms that Macron, who is a perfect, perfectly formed technocrat, really the, a child of the bankers. Uh, and, you know, people in America think he's some sort of, I don't know, center left. He's not. He's a child of the bankers and he is all about the technocracy and the financial takeover with the multinationals and privatizing everything, all of that. So he went after French retirement funds 
And that's one of the things that kicked it off, but there, there were others. But French people started protesting and they would take the, those yellow vests that you're now obligated to have in your car, you know, those reflective vests that you wear in case you're in an accident and you have to be out on the road at night, right? Mm-hmm. Or what have you. Uh, and they would dress up in those and go to protests and they became known as uh, because they were doing these at roundabouts and major intersections, right? And blocking traffic and blocking things up here in France. And, and, and it began to get really, really big. They had and still have massive public support. I mean, public opinion polls are like 70 to 80% in favor of them. Mm. And they were really shutting parts of the country down regularly. And this was all going on when COVID hit. And how convenient it is that you would pass lockdown orders that take them off the streets. Were they like right? Bernie? Meanwhile, were they like Bernie-minded uh, people, Bernie Sanders-minded people? Uh, you know, if you want to compare it to something. Well, like- I, I, you know, if you live in Europe, it seems like everybody is sort of Bernie Sanders-minded in the sense that we have what he talks about from America, which is, you know, social de- democracies. In other words, we're, France and Germany, we're, we, Finland, even, we're capitalist systems. But we have stronger socialistic controls on the inequalities. So you have health care and you have uh, a strong welfare state, you know, to, to sort of balance off, balance out the worst of what capitalism does, which is to cause massive inequalities and gather all the, the wealth in, in the hands of a 0.01 percent, ultimately. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what's dangerous about capitalism. And what's good about it is it is a machine for abundance. You know, that's that's what it's good at. So you. I've said this before, but it's like electricity, you know, the, the, the controls that we have in Europe on that, that we're losing, by the way, but because of American influence, but those controls are, it's like insulating wires that you run electricity through and keeping your, you know, having modernized sockets and, and just keeping your electricity in the walls, not having it jumping through your living room with like giant blue bolts leaping off of Tesla coils, right? <laughs> it's, it's just a better way to, to, to power your house if you have some controls on the electricity, Capitalism is the electricity. It's that, you know, that dynamism and that energy. Um, but anyway. So the yellow vests. Track of what we were on about. Yellow oh, vest. Yeah, the yellow vests. Well, Macron, uh, there's the, the protests have continued despite lockdowns and police brutality is, and as though this is like a, an American fashion that's influencing us now, has gotten completely out of hand. So one of the most common things on social media in France is police beatings and their results. Because they clearly have orders to just stomp people. And that's what's been happening. Uh, and they, they're caught over and over and over doing it. But it seems to be the government policy to do it. Uh, because, uh, because, you know, because these reforms have to go through. And so they recently tried to pass a law. And it, it is partially passed, actually. I think it's called Article 23, L'Article 23, I, th- I think, or 24. Uh, and it basically says that you would not have the right to film the police while they are doing, in, mm. by, while they're performing their their functions, because that is what has caused all the problems. Is people are filming them beating people. Jeez, that sounds terrible. Yeah. and 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 this is all in protest of the, the banker sort of, uh, I guess, mindset or influence over Macron, you know, with regard to the policies. That uh, he supports and is pushing. Yeah, well, through. it's more than influence. He, they're not influencing him. They they own him. That that that's what Macron is. It's what he's always been. 
and the negative effects of, of these it's, policies? It's, what are the negative effects of these policies? Is it just going against what is normal so the French people feel uncomfortable, or is it taking away a sense of, uh, I don't know, equality, justice, things of that nature, culture? All of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's the slow, quicksand-like, you know, drop into what is functionally a, a police state. Uh, it, you know, it's a bit like when uh, back in the early 2000s, the Patriot Act was passed mm-hmm. and put in place the, the legal apparatus, at least, of a police state. I mean, it's there. It hasn't been used that way. But the legal apparatus is there, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that is happening here, and because it's France is you know it's a bit bigger than Texas, and we're we're about uh, what is it about eighty million people here between sixty and eighty million somewhere, um, you know whereas you are three hundred and fifty million here, things can happen more quickly, uh, and so yeah no 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 it's 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 quite frightening, and the French political landscape they're a bit like in America there's no more real left they're 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 in disarray. Um, and and what's called the right is more it's complicated it's hard to describe specifically to americans because even on the right over here you have what's called the social right la droite mm-hmm. sociale which means that there are people who are technically speaking and in every way conservatives but who actually believe in a strong welfare state so they want free health care they believe that a welfare state is is a good thing but they are on the right which is a hard thing to get across to to an American way of thinking because our political system doesn't have anything like that. You do have a you do have that here, but that side of the right is dying. Um, uh, it's, you, it's basically what say what happened under De Gaulle. You know, there was a very very strong welfare state at the time put in place. There were social, as we call them, social politics. Um, but uh, De Gaulle was no leftist either. You know, he, he was he was a guy who kept the Americans at bay. That was. That was his anyway, big function, yeah. We're getting into thorny, yeah. But that's, that, that's all. You know, well, you know, you are historical backdrop. But. Yeah, we need an historical backdrop if we're going to have some healthy criticism of what's going on in Europe and in the United States. And it seems um, both places, given the 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 pandemic and and uh, this sort of, um, uh, I don't know. This conspiracy theory ten, uh, tendency and and uh, again big business uh, taking over the the functions of government. It's the same turmoil, maybe coming in a, in a different uh, hodgepodge, but uh, nonetheless the roots are the same. I think you know the the everyday folks, everyday people in both places are confused and and um, misguided, misdirected. And perhaps uh, are going to end up with um, less less opportunity to be free than they might have had uh, several decades back. And um, you know, or in the United States, I don't know how long it's been. I'm not sure the mythology of the United States. I'm I'm coming to grips with more and more. Um, France, I don't know as well. Uh, maybe it was better there for a while in terms of justice and, and, and uh, you know, opportunity for more people. But I, I think there are also racist tendencies there, of course. Uh, and uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Yeah. 
Well, I think the, the, the problem we run into ultimately, you said just a little while ago that, you know, you need a historical backdrop. And that's true. Those who forget history are condemned to repeat it, all that. Of course, there's, you know, there's a reason for that cliche. It, it, it's true. But there's, history, there's but... the flip side of that, which is more. There, well, there's a flip side to it that's more difficult and that we don't like to deal with. And it is this. There is simply no historical precedent for the types of things we're starting to face now because of, uh, well, technology, really, that we are entering into a technocratic age. There, You can read Plato's Republic or read all about World War II, but there was no internet uh, flooding the zone with feces in, in terms of information pollution, actually polluting the information that people can get in democratic societies. We haven't dealt with it on this level or scale or anything close to it before. We haven't dealt with the sort of interconnectedness with what social media is doing to people, with the fact that kids don't read books anymore, with any of these things. The novel has died, right? Who cares about what novels are being written? In other words, we're, we're entering into an age, the, the, the type of global pandemic we're dealing with right now, all of it, it it's all new. Now, I guess if you're looking for the upside of that, it's, it's like Joe Strummer said, the future is unwritten. So there are solutions to be found that we haven't found before as well. And there's all the wonderful things that technology brings. So I don't mean to just paint a completely dark picture. The thing is, it's unwritten. We're, we're facing unprecedented sorts of challenges, existential challenges, whether it's climate change, global pandemics, uh, the collapse of democracy uh, under the weight of corporate capitalism, which has too much power for the governments to fight against it. They're completely infiltrated by it. Right. So where do we go uh, and how do we how do we get there and where is it we're trying to get to? We have no clue, no clue. And history is not that much of a guide, unfortunately. And that's that's a terrifying thought. It, you know, there's morality as a guide, but uh, we know how the most moral people often end up. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a tricky situation. J.Q. here on Troubadours and Rock on Tours, writer, musician, uh, poet, our resident social critic, and longtime good, good, good friend. We're just about done with this go-round, J.Q. It's uh, coming up on the end of 2020 as well. Uh, you want to reflect for moments? Yeah. <laughs> about the end of 2020? Ugh. Oh, God. Well, I don't know. I mean, what you say about a year with Australia on fire, global pandemics and murder hornets. I mean, what what you say? <laughs> what do you say? I mean, New Year's Eve this year is just going to be uh, <laughs> just uh, the hell with 2020. We'll leave it at that. The hell with 2020. Let's hope some for some better there stuff in 2021. I love you, brother. Yeah. Onward and upward. I love you right back. <laughs> Talk to you again soon. Thanks again, EW. Ciao. Yeah, take care. Shots in the night. You say.
get thee away Go down and pray Cause heaven never wanted us We are The fallen rain The fallen rain some actual statistics from Harper's Magazine, their November 2020 issue. This is something that is quite the feature of the magazine called Harper's Index. Again, actual statistics. Portion of local U.S. parks that saw an increase in visitors this past spring. Two-thirds increased in their visitorship portion of U.S. parks and recreation agencies that have been asked to reduce spending this fiscal year. Two-thirds. Percentage of dust particles in U.S. national parks that are plastic. Four percent. Factor by which the annual amount of plastic pollution accumulating in bodies of water is expected to increase by 2040 by a factor of 2.6, by which the amount accumulating on land is expected to increase 
by a factor of 2.8 increase in plastic pollution. Approximate number of square miles that have been lost from the Louisiana coast in the past 100 years. 2,000 square miles. Estimated percentage change by 2,100 in the mortality rate in Accra, Ghana, as a result of temperature-related deaths, plus 19%. In Oslo, Norway, the number of deaths due to temperature will decrease by 28% when we get to 2,100. Percentage by which the population of the average wildlife species has declined globally since 1970, 68% decrease. In Latin America and the Caribbean, that decrease is 94%. Rank of deforestation among the causes of wildlife decline on land. It's the top rank, number one, deforestation. Estimated number of animals that have been killed or displaced by Australian wildfires over the past two years. Three billion animals that have been killed or displaced. Estimated percentage of wildland firefighters in California who are prisoners, 14%. Percentage by which the U.S. prison population has dropped since the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic decreased or dropped by 8%. Portion of its viewership that the cable channel A&E lost after canceling live PD, police department, in the wake of George Floyd's killing. One half of the viewership was lost. Percentage increase in police stops of black drivers in the month after a Trump rally was held in a given area in 2016, 4.2 increase. Estimated number of stops for which this is accounted, 30,000 stops. Percentage of black Americans who wish police officers would spend less time in their neighborhoods, 19% those who wish they would spend more time in their neighborhood, 20%. Percentage decrease in the length of the average work meeting since the onset of the pandemic, 20% decrease. Percentage by which employees in open plan offices took more sick leave than those in private offices before COVID-19, 62%. Percentage by which the unemployment rate of recently graduated U.S. physics majors exceeds that of art history majors, 60%. Estimated amount that South Korea was willing to spend to save a single life in the first phase of the pandemic, $6,682,000. That the United States was willing to spend to save a single life, $87,000. And number of Americans who have become 
billionaires over the course of the pandemic. 24. That's Frosty the Snowman. He's a jolly, happy soul. With a corn cob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. Frosty the Snowman is a fairy tale, they say. He was made of snow, but the children know how he came to life one day. There must have been some magic in that old silk hat they found. For when they placed it on his head, he began to dance around. Oh, Frosty, the snowman was alive as he could be. And the children say he could laugh and play just the same as you and me. Run and we'll have some fun now before I melt away. So down to the village with the broomstick in his hand. Running here and there all around the square, saying, Catch me if you can. He led them down the streets of town right to the traffic cop. And he only paused a moment when he heard him holler, Stop! For Frosty the Snowman had to hurry on his way But he waved goodbye saying, don't you cry, I'll be back again someday Thumpity thump thump, thumpity thump thump, look at Frosty go Thumpity thump thump, thumpity thump thump, over the hills of snow Cheer. I am coaxed on my weakest occasions to believe that my ways are bad. The outlook I have had is redundant, relentless, and boredom, a manifestation of fear. And yet, a snowfall still glistens under the light of the moon, enough here to inspire simple cheer santa baby just slip a sable under the tree for me been an awful good girl santa baby so hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa baby, a 54 convertible to light blue. I'll wait up for you, dear Santa baby. So hurry down the chimney tonight. Of all the fun I've missed Think of 
of all the fellas that I haven't kissed Next year I could be just as good If you check off my Christmas list Santa baby, I want a yacht And really that's not a lot Been an angel all year, Santa baby So hurry down the chimney tonight Santa honey, one little thing I really need the deed To a platinum mine, Santa baby So hurry down the chimney tonight Santa cutie And fill my stocking with a duplex and checks Sign your X on the line, Santa cutie And hurry down the chimney tonight Come and trim my Christmas tree With some decorations bought at Tiffany I really do believe in you Believe in me Santa baby Forgot to mention One little thing A ring I don't mean on the phone Santa baby So hurry down the chimney tonight Hurry down the chimney tonight Tonight? And there you have it, episode 400 of Troubadours and Rock On Tours, with yours truly, E.W. Conundrum Demure. I'd like to thank those folks who made this episode possible. First and foremost, our good friend, J.Q., I also would like to thank Harper's Magazine and these musical artists, Django Reinhardt, Stefan Grappelli, the Vince Guaraldi Trio, Freddie King, JQ, Ella Fitzgerald, Eartha Kitt, Brentford Marsalis, and Terence Blanchard too. And of course, I'd like to thank you for listening. Until next time, let's give it a go and do our best to enjoy this time. Take care.